what if he asked where I'm where, where am I from? And I'll be like Argentina. And he's like Dude, Maybe when I'm like North Carolina, it's fucking sucks here. Wait, should I start? Are we starting right now? It just started. So oh it's yeah. recording. Oh. Yeah. I, yeah. So whatever you guys wanna Okay, it's a okay. Morning, so we should be good. What's up, party people, and welcome and today we're going to be talking about the supporting characters of Nick, uh, Flynn, and Willie from Julian the Phantoms. Does anybody have anything like to start with that they want to talk about, like a specific character? Okay, with Willie. I want to talk about how, okay, well, first off, I always assumed he died like recently because he always talks about Justin Bieber and like he was so confused why Alex didn't understand anything that was current but then he found out he died in the 80s which makes a lot of sense for Willie's like style and personality and stuff but I just think it's weird that he chose to sort of sell his soul to Caleb rather than finding his unfinished business because he's had so many times he's been he's been dead for 40 years I just think he doesn't care because I think I think he might have mentioned to Alex at one point that like he didn't die recently but he just was kind of like I don't know he said oh hold on he was basically like um what did he say (laughs) he literally said something he was (laughs) Come well, on. he does talk about in the Hollywood Ghost Club. He says something. He's like, "Yeah, that would be nice just staying here forever or something like that." Because they're talking about because they're he's trying to get Alex to join the Ghost Club, the Hollywood Ghost Club, to stay there with and be with him forever. Yeah, and be with him. For some reason, I thought at one point there was a Willie line like around like the Justin Bieber like pool thing where he like talked about how he like learned all that stuff but I'm pretty sure I made that up so I think that's where I was going but that definitely didn't happen so ignore me (laughs) that's when they're on the park bench I think he just kind of talks more about like I don't know I don't know I always assumed that he talks about like like, being he says that it's cool being a ghost and he skates through the city all the time and then he goes like or house yeah exactly are we going to talk about his last name? We found out about it mm. a few days ago. That's Willie's last name is Ortega. This is the thing, though. I, because the account hasn't, like, the Julian Phantoms account hasn't confirmed it. That was just Boo Boo yeah. who texted Boo Boo. Okay. Because Boo Boo texted Kenny, who told Boo Boo. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I think, I genuinely don't think that's his actual last name. I think Kenny just kind of made it up on the spot because he thought it was funny. Maybe yeah. maybe Kenny thought that Vubu was asking what Kenny's last name was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 
there's just the whole thing I just because like uh, with Sunset Curve like they were like it was big like they announced it on the Instagram they're like Reggie Peters Alex Mercer Luke Patterson we, we already knew Luke's oh she- <laughs> okay well they still put him in the like slides though because some people didn't pick up on Luke's it was only it was like the missing sign in the back I think that was the only thing reason we knew but I think well none of the characters we're talking about today have last names that's true Flynn no yeah. last name yeah. Willie no last name Suck. <laughs> I love that theory I love that theory listen this has nothing to do with the theory that says that Nick is like Nick Danforth Evans by yeah by um Brian and I Chad I forget last name I forget he doesn't have a last name because I see everybody refer to him with as Nick Danforth Evans that would be so cool that would be so cool if you were like yeah that would be amazing just I don't want I don't want to like go like go off of Willie too much because I because obviously there's more than what we were talking about but like with Willie he's like I don't know how I love Willie I love Willie I love Willie and Alex I love their relationship but like the fact that like he he obviously helped the band but also he was the one who hurt them in the first place but I kind of like I don't think he's people okay people on TikTok and Instagram really like to hate Willie for that reason but I don't think I genuinely don't think he really understood that Caleb was out for their they're like no because he was surprised when they got stamped so he genuinely wanted to help them like he really thought he was trying to get them to like be able to interact with Julie in a sense that made sense like he was really genuinely trying to be helpful and people don't pick up on that a lot because they just like to focus on the fact that Caleb stamped him and Willie brought them to the Hollywood Ghost Cup. Willie did not want them to be stamped. He was so confused when I, Caleb that because Caleb told him he wasn't going to. Yeah. I think his intentions were completely good. He was yeah. trying to help them in every way. I also think he wanted to spend more time with Alex. Yeah. So he was like, Alex needs this help. I think I might like Alex. I can help. Let's, I don't yeah. care. Maybe he didn't think about what could happen because also, he, wanted, he wanted to help and he wanted to spend more time with Alex. So it was like we don't know how long he's been a ghost. I guess if he would died in the eighties, it was probably at least like forty years. But like he's technically forever a teen- teenager. He only learns so much over time because he's still acting like one. Like before he found other ghosts, he was just skateboarding down the streets, being at the ghost club. Like he was alone. So I think the fact that he even found Alex at all and it was like another ghost he just like it shook him so much that he was like well I have to help this person he's the only other person I know even if he didn't like Willie in that even if he didn't like Alex in that way I feel like he still would have helped them like it would have been no different if he met like Reggie or Luke on the street instead of Alex that day that's what I would love to see on season two like I would love them to like just tell us about Willie you know about well the accident and how he became a ghost, ghost and stuff. But I just want to know about Willie's years as a ghost. Did he want- just join Caleb's club, or he went like he he was just living around, and then he met Caleb? Yeah, not so long ago. How is it? It's just, it's just, I want to know that. 
How did Caleb get him? That's what I want to know. Did he volunteer? Did he, did Caleb trick him? What happened? How does Caleb get anybody without the help of, like, how did he get the people people. that he has? I think it's through other people solely. I think people bring other people in, in a way that they think is, like, good. I think people have, like, good intentions by bringing them to the Hollywood Ghost Club because it's, it's not, it's not not sketchy, but in Willie's position, he's not harmed by being a part of it. It's just, he like, just gets to go and see some, like, nice shows and, like, because obviously, I think Caleb, I mean, this is probably more of, like, a next week episode with the, like, antagonist and stuff, but it kind of goes with Willie, too. I think that with Willie, maybe Caleb usually tries to find people that, like, can perform with him or do stuff with him. Willie was somebody that he genuinely just saw was, like, a nice person and thought, like, I could use this person to bring in others and make them think that it was innocent. Something I want to get from Willie next season is, okay, I don't, the whole relationship between Alex and Willie to me, Willie, they never talk about liking each other or being interested in each other. You kind of just see it from like a interaction standpoint and from like how they interact with each other. But I want them to talk about it. Like I just, I genuinely want Willie to talk about being whatever sexuality he is or how he came to terms with this because Alex came out in the 90s and so that was weird then but in the 80s knowing that that is even weirder because the 80s was like 10 years behind and that's a long time especially for like the LGBTQ community and then I want I wonder if he knew it in the 80s or if he discovered it sort of as being a ghost yeah like if he saw like you know as if he did become a ghost like right after he passed like if he saw like the community and everything become more normalized as it should be and he was like oh like there are people like this and realized that he like he was that the same way I don't know I also think about the fact that like because Willie Willie said what he died from skateboarding on the road and he got run over Mm -hmm. Yeah, I question how that happened too because obviously it could have been like a freak accident where he like was literally just riding and that and got run over but is there like backstory to him or maybe like something happened and that's the reason why he was skateboarding on the road or why he did that he's one of the characters that you really like he's only there in season one to be Caleb's helper Alex's sort of love interest and you don't really learn that much about him as a character by himself sure that's why he's supporting so (laughs) I also kind of want to see like um Willie's perspective on like or his reaction of to when like Alex was like oh my god my brain just blanked but to when um (laughs) Alex (laughs) um to when they um they got rid of Caleb's stamp because they didn't know he didn't know that he would be gone so I want to see like what he felt like losing him but then he realized that he might be in a better place but he just doesn't know that that, like learning about how Alex and uh Reggie and Luke all got out of the stamp will that make Willie want to also try to leave yeah but then I feel like that could be a whole different storyline in season two of like how Willie can get rid of it because obviously there's something happened with Julie that just from the one like 
hug they all suddenly like the stamp went away so is there a person that willie has to find or is there something that willie has to do for me is it alex it's alex they've hugged already is it like if they kiss yeah but alex was still on under caleb's control that's the thing for me for me it has something to do with love and all that stuff that's why julie was able to help them and that's why alex maybe can help and for the like the boys with julie they're family so that a hug signifies the love in the family i think it could be the kiss between willex that would do it because it's like the relationship soulmate thing so it's different like Julie could just go up and kiss Alex and it, get rid of the sample. I mean, like she could, but that's weird because they're family. So like, it's the whole sense of feeling loved by the other individual mm-hmm. that doesn't. Yeah. You want to know a theory that interests me a lot is the theory that Flynn and Willie were siblings. And that just made me think about that because Flynn is also human. What if Flynn is that person for Willie? Yeah, because wasn't there- They're there was- they had necklaces or something that people were they have a key and a lock they're like sort of connected in a way and it's the same theory about the dahlias that keep popping up in certain things because the dahlia on willie's like the pin on his jacket in the hollywood ghost club and then like obviously with julie so but willie hasn't met julie or flynn so he honestly could be connected to both of them that's one of those things where if if Willie died in the 80s who knows if somehow he and Flynn are related somehow like I don't know if that would be siblings but like in any way and that but that leads us nicely into talking about Flynn if nobody else has anything to say about Willie but no let's let's talk about Flynn okay um I don't know I feel like people either like love or hate Flint and there's it's really hard for there to be an in-between for some reason it's one of those things where I feel like people don't take in the fact that Flint is also like a child like she's 16 so they're like oh like she she tried to egg Julie's house and I think I might have said something like that in a different episode but like looking back on it it's like is it bad that she tried to egg her friend's house yes of course but she's 16 she doesn't know what else to do she's like wow I got lied to. That hurt. <laughs> I think some of the the actions she she does or whatever are maybe a little misinterpreted. Yeah. Or thought about in a different sense than like you're a 16 year old girl who just found out your best friend for forever has been lying to you. Yeah, but also the thing that she 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 has been there for Julie through the whole thing with her mom and and if she was like encouraging encouraging her to sing and come back to music and then these two these three dudes show up and suddenly she can sing and she's like i've been here with you all this time trying to get you to do the same thing and these two three boys you met them and just like start singing out of nowhere and you don't tell me anything that's the thing I would be really mad too I would be happy for her but I would be kind of mad and in three days guys three days later you're you're singing again the whole thing is the fact that like they talk they touch on this a little bit with the t-shirt that um Flynn says she had her dad wash the car with or whatever 
but their whole plan their entire life was to be a duo in a duet like they were meant to perform together they wanted to be together and then obviously Julie went behind her back and joined a different band and like joined something else that was excluding Flynn and then didn't even bother to think that Flynn could be happy for her and Flynn even says like she's like you don't think I could be happy for you kind of thing like I don't really remember the exact line but I would understand where she'd be upset about you were you spend I don't think I don't know if they've been friends since birth but like say they have that's 16 years with another person talking about we're gonna grow up we're gonna have this band together we're gonna be all this this and this and then Julie just goes and does it with someone else and obviously different if it was like a slow burn but it's like all of a sudden there are these three guys that she knows through holograms and like how did that happen like she like ends up being happy for Julie and she obviously helps with stuff you see that when as your great starts like she helps with the band stuff she gets them gigs she wants them to be successful but I think the part that really hurt her is that Julie just did not feel comfortable telling her at the beginning it was the guys that actually made her tell her yeah I think she was just scared so she didn't tell Flynn yeah I'm trying to I mean it's crazy how can you say like I I love my best friend but I don't know it's just how can you tell her that you have these three dudes that are ghosts and they're in a van with you that's it's just especially like she said at the beginning after a year of grieving and everything no why would anybody believe her everybody doctor is it dr turner or something yeah dr turner yeah that's that's when julie did tell flynn that's exactly what flynn's reaction was let me call your dad because something's wrong with you so i mean i understand julie's fear from california yeah but i also understand flynn's reaction like that's the thing once she told her she was supportive fully yeah and then there's also i mean going off because like we usually we we talk a little bit about the actress and our actor as well we didn't really talk much about boo boo but i think it's just because boo boo kind of does his own thing so we didn't really have too much to say about him obviously he's a great person we just like but with jada she's definitely more active on like instagram and stuff and i love seeing jada and maddie's like friendship on like lives and stuff like maddie's the one that told jada that she got the part as flynn i saw that today I don't remember exactly how it happened or what, but you, from the beginning, they had a friendship that was like so obvious that they like really clicked with each other. Clicked. I love hearing Maddie and Jada talk about their like first audition and stuff like that and how they just became friends so instantly. And I think you can really tell that in the show. They're also yeah. two of the funniest people I've ever Yeah. And they were there for each other when they both hit like one million so like to be there with each other for like milestones or that's that's just really cute yeah yeah they have a cute friendship and you can see that it's cool that they met at such a young age because now they're gonna be friends for a long time you can just know it and that's really cool yeah like having a friend of the same that because now Maddie is getting into acting and stuff and getting a friend who is like in the same path as you 
that makes you like makes it a little better I'm not saying that she can't have friends like normal people who go to school and stuff but it's like you're in the same path and you connect better I think yeah also Jada I feel like gets overlooked a lot because like she she'd be posting TikToks and stuff all the time and that girl can dance like I could never she's so cool (laughs) yeah Jada is pretty underrated okay do we have anything else to say about Flynn before we move on to Nick I think something about oh shoot I just had something to say about Flynn I got distracted I think okay the relationship between Flynn and Carlos is like a very much a sibling relationship that I really want to know more about Flynn's family life and if she has siblings slash like kind of how she interacts with her parents because she mentions her parents once but then she's sort of always at Julie's house and she just seems to be very I don't know and then there's the scene in the stairwell between Flynn and Maddie that got cut from the show and you can tell that Matt like that that they're very close like they're not just best friends like they're very much almost yeah, in a sense totally. siblings yeah I just talking about that scene again I I really wish that hadn't been cut because I think it shows I, I think it shows the friendship between uh Flynn and Julie a lot more and maybe justifies it a little bit more of why Flynn is so upset when when she finds out about the the boys and I think also just showcases uh Jada and Maddie's acting yeah that was a really cool scene yeah yeah because you can like you can see their friendship in the rest of the show but it's not like having a like a really deep scene as that one it makes you see like how truly like how how much they care about each other and stuff it's um so it's sad they cut it off it's kind of a parallel to their conversations at the end at the orpheum before stan's hall obviously like julie's whole breakthrough is in the what is it called the Farewell, like thing. Julie's breakfast outside. What is that? What is that called? Um, alley. The alley. alley. Oh, the breakfast. The, the alley with the um, Dahlia. But uh, <laughs> you can tell by the way that they talk about each other before. Like she and Julie are very much like siblings and very close and stuff. But you can tell that. She doesn't care sort of how close Julie is with the Phantoms. She wants Julie to be happy. And when Julie's upset that they're not there, she's very, very supportive of it. And she's like, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. With the whole scene where, you know, Julie just realized that like they were going to have to cross over and Flynn like is automatically there and like trying to help her through. And it's, and it's like the fact that it, Flynn got there from where she was in like episode two when she was just so upset that mm-hmm. she was even in a band with the Phantoms in the first place just shows how she turned around yeah okay 
lastly, we, we have Nick, which is going to be a little bit hard. We might be talking a lot about Sasha because we love Nick. Nick is great. We love our Fedora King. But he doesn't really do much. <laughs> He's, I guess, the definition of a supporting character. He's there. <laughs> really just there. Not the Nick's Lander. Shut up. He's a supporting character. He no, because all he really does is he's there. He's there he for Julie like, to have a like, crush on him. him. He's there <laughs> to be Harry's girlfriend. But Nick is so nice. Like Nick is very genuinely yeah. nice. And like he he's in a lot of scenes. He's just like he just doesn't have much substance. Like personality. So what does he say like, when he calls Julie partner or whatever? He's like, I don't the line where you call your partner for the dancing. That is like one of the most cringy. Wow, we nailed that. Thanks, partner. That is one of the most cringy <laughs> lines in the entire line. series. I love that line. <laughs> it's but just he's just and then he asks yeah. Julie. This is a thing. Innocent. I feel like we wouldn't mind Nick's character like that if it weren't for the fact that it was Sasha playing him. Because yeah. knowing how like cool. how Sasha, Sasha is and how like Sasha is literally so cool. <laughs> and it's, when you then, them. it's like that's what ma- makes Nick seem so boring when you compare him to Sasha. Literally, like Sasha shreds on the guitar, and he got that one scene in the, in the first beginning episode. Well, well, listen, <laughs> listen, listen. I was so shocked because I didn't saw that he was holding like a guitar. So I was, I thought she was just like an athlete or anything. And then the scene cuts and it's just Nick playing the guitar. And I was like, what? I was so surprised. <laughs> that was amazing. Oh <laughs> my God. But oh, then he, so cool. what, what does he do? Oh, what, what sport is that? Uh, Ross. Yeah, he plays lacrosse. lacrosse. <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest. The fr- Okay. So you know how always like the star or like the, popular people are always like football players or basketball players I thought he played football or basketball for the longest time never really questioned it I was like this is a really little dude playing football and basketball but you know it's fine like maybe they're just breaking some stereotypes no he plays lacrosse yeah I just missed something like it went right over my head for many times like I watched this show I think at least four times before I realized it was lacrosse that he played but that's the thing Nick doesn't have like so many lines and stuff but I like that it's different to the like typical stereotype um athlete you know yeah he's like he's into music and he's so nice that's what I was shocked because he's like the nicest he talks to Julie he talks to everyone he's so cool and and that's like weird that's the one time that Netflix decides that like the the crush that the main character has is this nice person who genuinely is just nice to everyone and he doesn't get the girl <laughs> because of a ghost because of a fucking ghost I, I like i like nick but i'm kind of glad he doesn't get the girl but he also deserves better than carrie yeah, carrie yeah. kind of walks all over him but i think i don't think julie's his person i think okay take i think he only genuinely started getting interested in julie because julie started getting popular he did not look at julie when julie did not talk to anyone besides flynn 
Then she started performing in Julian and the Phantoms. Everyone's looking at her. And Nick is like, hey, you want to go on a date? Like, no. no but listen, listen, no. Mm-hmm. I, no. I thought that people were talking about that so for so long. And listen, you can see in the first scene where Julie's like, she can't play. And you can literally see Nick, like, worried about her. And I'm not saying you can see, like, so much worry. I think he's like... I think hi to Julie and stuff all the time, but Julie is like so close in herself and it's like mm, that, that they don't talk until until I, Julie is like I have I a band. think I they've talk. been friends since when Julie and Carrie were friends. And I think he cared about her in a friendly way, but he's been dating Carrie forever, yeah. accordingly. So I don't know, but like I think he genuinely only cared about her in a friendly way, but he didn't start asking her out or giving yeah. her that sort of romantic attention until Julie started getting attention by. No, yeah, no, I because agree. This is the thing. He also, like he, he and Carrie broke up and then he didn't spend any time being single. He found the girl that was yeah. getting as much attention as Carrie <laughs> ever did. And suddenly wanted to date her. You can't tell Nick is it a clout chaser. Sasha would not do this. Yeah. It's, it's Nick. Sasha, Sasha, would, Sasha would be respectful. Ella, give your part. Let's go in order. Boo boo, Jada, or Sasha. If you are listening to this, you are loved, bro. Period. <laughs> and no one After the next later. I don't know because this is the thing. I will call Nick a clout chaser all the way up until this man proves me wrong. Sasha is not a clout chaser, and I will not allow anybody to say that he is. (laughs) Because Sasha uses his clout for good. Yeah. He's the opposite of a clout chaser. We love Sasha. I think in season two, I think Julie and, uh, Nick are gonna end up together at some point. Nope. I think they just need to be friends. I think the whole Nick being possessed thing just needs to make Nick know about the phantoms. And then I think he needs to understand why Julie and Luke sort of have some sort of thing going on. I don't think I don't know if Luke is like he's not alive, but he's not like a ghost anymore. I don't really understand what's going on with the phantoms, but I think Nick needs to be in on it. And then they can build a friendship and then he can be part of, I don't he's not going to join the band, but he can be part of their little group. I think, I think Julie's going to try to like talk herself out of being with Luke because she's going to realize he's a ghost. I can't be with him. Like maybe he's not a full ghost anymore, but he's not alive. This is the thing. I kind of, I uh, would not be surprised if, I mean, accidentally, most likely, if Julie led Nick on next season somehow. Yeah. If she did, fine. like... I think she's going to try to talk herself into liking Nick. Yeah. She, I mean, Nick's not going to mind. He's a clout chaser. He's getting what he wants. <laughs> um, also, Why are you so rude with me? Um, Ash isn't here today because Ash is in the car. But Ash wanted us to mention that she thinks that possessed Nick needs just a ballad. Solely because she's talked to Sasha 
for like conventions and Sasha wants it. <laughs> Give him a bala. Right, you're Sasha, right. if you are listening to this, you are meeting Soul, Ella, and I this day that no, okay, on Sunday. So just say you're you're meeting us at dream it just say that you're meeting us at dream it um thank you please listen to this and please i hope you're listening this far in if not you missed the whole part about your character and i apologize <laughs> imagine he listen, listens, I gotta say something and we start talking about boo boo and he's like okay well <laughs> boring <laughs> wait okay we have we have seven minutes left seven wait, minutes i want to say something Okay. There's two things I need yes. about Nate in season two. two. First, the ballad, yes. I need, but I need a song like the other side of Hollywood vibes with the I need a like a really sparkly outfit and Nick being like full. You know what I song? need a song like? A song I like need- um oh, I like uh oh is I did what I had to do from descendants. Yes. Like yeah, that kind of vibe. But it's Caleb and Nick. But it's Caleb and Nick. Yeah. That would be so cool. Yes. Like imagine, well, Caleb is his character and whatever, but Doug yeah. Cameron is Nick. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then I need, I need, and this is just, I need it. I need a, a guitar bottle between Luke and Nick. Yeah. I just need that. Mm, I, that. I know i just know charlie and sasha would have so much fun trying to like practice and yeah. film for that too yeah, really friends yeah they went and met up yeah um i was gonna say like i feel like nick can have so much development in season two because like i feel like with nick and carrie their like relationship is so like surface level that we don't know anything more behind the backstory of it so i feel like in season two, we could possibly see like a deeper side of Nick and Carrie and like how or why he stayed with her for so long. Maybe something to do with like his mom, her mom or like the trauma behind that or like how she feels lonely because she doesn't really have like a strong relationship with her father. So maybe Nick is there to keep her company and that's why like he stayed with her for so long because he feels bad. So I feel like there could be a lot there too. Yeah. And I just want to say one last thing, but it's not about Nick, it's about Sasha. Um, I think he's like the coolest. He's like a, a cooler version of Owen. He's like a really cool, really cool. <laughs> cooler version of Owen. I think we were talking about this before. The day Sasha like gets Twitter, like it's over for Owen. It's on over for Owen. He's, he's just, yeah. And I love how he uses his platform for okay. stuff that is just I think that's the best way you can use your like your power in social media and he uses all the time like <clears throat> this whole thing he prepared with uh the little girl and yeah. he you know, he got all the cast to do a story yeah, with this yeah. little girl that was amazing he's just he keeps surprising me every time and, and that's, I think that's really cool and he's 17. That's another thing. He's 17. Yeah. That's he he's has this whole career at 17. Yeah. Yeah. That's um one la- like because we have a so to finish some of the stuff off, um, first of all, because we say this every episode, 
and we said it for the other people but because we're getting to the end we also do want to of course mention oh and if you're listening to this you are also loved bro i just have to say that every episode because we did make the podcast because of him um so just like final thoughts uh personally for me i just think that obviously the characters that we talk about are supporting characters for a reason so there's so much that we can learn about them and there was honestly more that we deep dove about their characters than I expected us to be able to because I didn't really look too far into it beforehand uh obviously the cast is amazing we love all of them they're super cool sometimes they're cooler than their characters like Sasha (laughs) um anybody else have any final words (laughs) I think Julie nope not Julie I think Flynn (laughs) needs more depth into her character she's just kind of there to be julie's sidekick but i want like family or other friends or just something like she needs someone else related to her to bounce off of besides just just julie i think overall the supporting characters are very good supporting characters i would just love to see a little bit more about them Mm I would like to see them sing. I want them to give them like a more solo than just rap. Like, yeah, I would love a. We didn't talk about this, but I would love a Willie Alex Alex duet. Yeah, or Flynn and Maddie. Nope, Flynn and Julie. Flynn and Julie. Flynn and Julie. <laughs> That'd be pretty good too. Yeah, more depth with Flynn, and I don't know, just like. I want to see like Flynn's side of the family because they don't really talk about that a lot. And then just more background on Nick and Carrie and their whole relationship. That'd be cool. That's a wrap for this episode. So thank you kindly for listening and come see us again next week for the next episode.